Louder! And it's time for the Gore and More Podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking in and head in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear, we'll never part. Going on a ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. What is up, everybody? And Gorehounds, welcome to the Goremore Podcast. I am the not so mean fluff master screen, Big Johnny D. Raining in as always, but I do not bring this shit show in alone. No, no, no. And you know what? I didn't even really plan this one out, so let me see. <laughs> Fuck, I got. I don't even know if I got anything. Uh, with me, as always, is my vicious vamps of the vigorous outback. Yeah, know that that works. <laughs> <laughs> as always, I got the killing machine himself, Mister Bobby Amone. What's up, assholes? Yeah, and of course, the host with the ghost, El Scuba Cabra, Mister Scuba Steve Vasquez. What's up, motherfuckers? Yeah, today is January tenth. 2022 we got a doozy of an episode today but first as always we're gonna kick it with a little bit of reality and do our scuba what do we got we have our thank you buddy and how have you been man we're gonna start with you scoops how you been we're starting with you we're gonna start with you whoa well i'm doing okay right now so, as you guys know, you know, I was all about vacation, vacation, vacation. I went back to work and then boom, came down with the sickness. Ooh, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I got the Rona again. So, I have been at home since Wednesday trying to recuperate. It's luckily not as bad this time as it was last time. What up, Heather? How's it going? What's up, um, Heather? What's up, Heather? But other than that, man, I have just been home. Uh, just, I'm, I'm stuck in my. I, I'm, you know, to my living room and my bedroom. That's it. That's the only places I'm allowed to go. Uh, I'm not trying to get the rest of the household sick. So um, that's it, man. And then, oh, I did start my Twitch back up while I've been in quarantine. So oh, nice. I am back on Twitch at Scuba Steve CC. If you guys want to follow, I am currently on a playthrough of The Witcher Three. Yo, dude, you need never to get played on, it before, and you wow. need to get on some like Halo and shit, man. Because I've been on this shit too. So I, I am. I'm gonna. I, I want to finish this game off first. Like, that's fine. I was going to say, we also have, there's there's been some new updates to Phasmophobia that I have not checked oh, out yet, personally, so. Fuck, I saw this, I saw another game that is very similar to Phasmophobia, except it oh. looks a little bit more faster paced. Okay. It is, it's also a ghost in a, I got to find it, I saw it on TikTok, um, and it's very similar, you're a ghost hunting team, you work in teams of, you know, however many people you have on your team. Right, uh, right. But like I said, it's a lot faster paced than Phasmophobia. So it looks it looks like it would be a little bit more uh, heart pounding. But okay. I'll, I'll find the name of it. I'll send it to you. Maybe we can fucking download it. Awesome. It. Fuck yeah, dude. But uh, but yeah, uh, I dude, I've been playing the fuck out of Witcher three. Never played it before. I've I've had it on my three or on my Xbox for the longest time. But since my Xbox crapped out, I bought it for my PC, and I'm just fucking loving this game. Yeah. Um, so that's it. That's all I've been doing, man. Um, and then I got to watch this movie last night, and wow, that's all I got to say. Wow, <laughs> I uh, was not disappointed. That's all I got to say. But we'll save that for yeah. later. Bobo, what you got for us, baby? 
Hi, I'm Bobo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had a I had a busy week uh, last week, but it was a good busy week. Uh, I started working on um, my Jason cosplay. Now I started uh, dirtying up the mask a little bit because it was just too uh, not dark tone skin color it wasn't too bloody so i started doing stuff on that i still have to take measurements for lance lance if you're out there i promise i'll have him this you week. haven't done that you said that last week dude <laughs> let me get started okay i had a couple things i didn't get to last week okay so i gotta do the straight i'm gonna do them tomorrow because i have nothing else to do so i'm gonna measure my head for that uh the michael cosplay is nearly done uh, just has to be dirtied up a little bit more. And, uh, well, somebody else will hear. I, I have a mask, but now I'm, and then I had one ordered and now I'm trying to look into another one to order. I have a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we all do. <laughs> but, yeah. but oh, the I thing with me, it's like all three of them <laughs> will be worn at different times for different yeah. things. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> Nothing wrong with but, that, buddy. But um, other than that, it was a nice, it was a nice, relaxing weekend. Had my uh, had my girlfriend up. We were having movie night with my friends, and then yesterday we we're just chilling out. And then I was watching football while I was working on my masks, and I got to watch this movie. And <laughs> this was fucking the shit. This yeah, was yeah. the shit. Like it was that good. So absolutely. But we'll talk about that in a couple minutes. And I need to hear this guy. No, this guy mm-hmm. to my right. Left. Yeah, homies. whatever it is on the screen, I'm terrible at direction right now. Johnny, tell us about it. What's up, buddies? Well, uh, I'm first and vo- first and foremost. Let me just say, glad to be back. Uh, I had to miss last week, unfortunately. Um, COVID hit oh, our we house. We, yeah, yes, we did. I we did, you guys. I tried popping in and out as you guys saw as much as I could, but obviously, you know, had to do what I had to do. Um, no, unfortunately, COVID kind of ran through our fucking house, so I am on quarantine. So. With me being on Christmas break the way I was, I the last day I've been at work was December 23rd. <laughs> I don't go back to the 17th, dude. Wow. I bro. Yeah. I've even called my HR multiple times to get that date correct, just so I'm not fucking myself in any which way, shape, or form. Because <laughs> I'm dude. like, no, dude, I can't take that, many, that much time unpaid. But it's not unpaid because it's fucking two weeks of COVID pay plus the yeah. fucking... Dude, so needless to say, man, like I almost got a whole, I'm almost getting a whole month off. So and I'm kind of in the same boat with you there because yeah. I went back for two days. Pretty and much, I dude. haven't been back since, and I don't think I'm allowed to go back until the 18th because we're off on Martin Luther King Day. Oh, uh, yeah. So yeah. Probably, yeah, you're right. Yeah. But no, that's where, so like the way it was, like the wife got her confirmed, and then once she got her confirmed, I took me and the kiddo, we got our test. And bada, 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 got everything set. So we've been pretty much in lockdown. So I haven't really been doing anything besides enjoying my family's company. We've been just watching a lot of fucking movies, gaming a whole shit ton. Besides the pounding headaches that we had to deal with for a few days, it actually has been kind of enjoyable. The headaches were not. That sucked ass. I'm like, that was terrible. (laughs) I don't wish that on anybody. It was just... I don't know about for you guys, but that was just like a damn, like, that was for the back of my head for me, Steve. I don't know about for mine you. Was right. here, yeah, oh, mine, really? mine was yeah. here, dude. Yeah, really? Yeah, mine was here, too. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it, man. We oh, got the man. boss what's man What's up, boss jet? man? Yeah, dude. Oh, he's what's like, up, boss? So he said, ever drink Bailey's from a shoe? I literally I quoted that shit. Mm. I quoted that shit yesterday to my son. He walked by me, and I was like, I like you. And he's like, what the fuck? I was like, 
you ever drink Bailey's from a shoe? And he's all, what the fuck? What are you doing in my waters? <laughs> That's how you got to start it. What? <laughs> I like it. Would you like to see my man shine? <laughs> oh, man. But other than that, man, like I said, just been enjoying the time with the family. Uh, we've been watching all the Spider-Mans in reverse order. So we watched the amazing ones. And then we watched we watched the amazing ones, which I haven't watched. I'm not going to lie, since they came out, and I only rewatched because of the new one, and I feel like I have a newfound appreciation for Yep. Um, full out. And then for some reason, my daughter, like, I was like, oh, we'll watch the first one. She's like, no, I want to watch Spider-Man 3. And I'm like, wait, you can't fuck it starting yet. She's like, but I want to watch one with Venom. But my wife won't let her watch Venom yet because she's afraid she'll get, like, nightmares from it still. She does. Uh, she'll get a little. Oh, come on. Listen, she gets a little bit of. She'll just obsess on it, dude. Yeah. She'll yeah. obsess on it. it yeah. yeah. Fucking hate it. But other than that, man, watch this amazing movie, which I haven't seen in probably like at least eight years. Uh, and then because I love it so much, I followed it right up with the second one, which I'd never watched, which I'll talk about that a little bit later, too. So, but fuck it, man. Let's talk about what we're here to talk about today because I'm excited, too. And that is Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, today we are talking about. Stakeland, which released October 1st, 2010. In the near future, North America is an and and bleh. in North America North America is an <laughs> You're good, buddy. anarchic country after a vampire apocalypse. The teenager Martin is preparing to travel with his parents when they are attacked by a vampire. After his family is slain, Martin is rescued by the stranger called Mister. After killing the vampire, they head north, expecting to reach New Eden, formerly Canada. Along their journey, though, the destroyed country wait along along uh, their journey through the destroyed country mr trains martin and they rescue it and befriend other survivors and have to fight not only against the vampires but also a dangerous brotherhood of fanatic religious members led by the insane jebediah lovin oh so <clears throat> so Dude, insane is a understatement i feel you oh. know and when the mo- <laughs> We're not in general discussion yet, but no, oh, we'll it. get there. We'll get there. God we'll get damn there. it. Bobo, take no, it. No, get it. I'll take it away. I got it. Directed by Jim Mickle, who did Mulberry Street and We Are What We Are. Written by Nick uh, Damisi. Sounds you about know, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damisi, who was also Mulberry Street and We Are What We Are. Produced by Derek Curl, Hatchet 2, The Innkeepers, House of the Devil, and Larry Fezend. Fezend. Something like that. It sounds close enough. I Fezend. Sell the Dead and... In, in, Fessended. Yeah, there you go. That's that's that sounds Ended. better. Fessended. And the innkeepers starring Nick Damisi, World Trade Center, Mulberry Street as Mr. Connor pa- pa- Paolo. 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 Mystic River, World Trade Center as Martin. Daniel Harris. Do I dare say what that woman has mm. been in? That woman mm. right. still a crush to this day, I will admit. Anyways, as Ben. As Bell. Uh, Kelly McGillis. That was and- Kelly McGillis? Yes. From Top Gun and Witness as Holy sister. Holy shit. Yeah. You know what, man? <laughs> Say what you want. I thought as an older sister, I did not bad. I still wasn't too bad. No, she I did, did not bad. know that was her. She did pretty goddamn good. I wow. was. might change Sorry. things when we get to most attractive character for Steve. Yeah, we'll get it. Uh, uh, Michael. Keep going, Bobby. Oh, yes. I, I'm working on it. Michael Sir, Service. Cervix. <laughs> I was gonna say cervix, but I'm like, I know you got teased about that. He got, I know you got teased about yeah. that a lot. <laughs> uh, from Fame and Fringe as Jebediah Lovin, that guy was fucked in the head. Sean Nelson, the taking of 
Pelham 123 as Willie. Bonnie Dennison guiding. Wait, wait, wait. Taking a Pelham 123. Was that the one with Tron Travolta? At, or, uh, oh, shit. TJ Bowser, the boss oh, name is George. Now go back to that question. Pel- Pelham 123. That was the one with Tron Travolta where he was the bad guy, right? And he was taking over the subway. I guess. Yes. I don't know. Okay. Sure. Well, it was actually yeah. pretty good. I like that. Anyways. Sorry, Bobby. Continue on, buddy. <laughs> Bonnie Dennison, Guiding Light as Peggy. Chance Kelly from Taking of Pelham 123 and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as Yay! Officer Harley. And I didn't know this. Marion Hagen from Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers as Dr. Foley. And then Larry. Uh, no shit. Bennett, Fessa, however we Fessenden? said it before. There you go. Cabin Fever 2, Motor Street as the Roadhouse Bartender. Oh, come oh, on. Cabin, Cabin Fever 2 was wonderful. Too. All right, I'll take over for the Chad Daddy here because Chad Daddy is not here. We do have a video from him today, so I'll let him explain why he's not here. I believe he doesn't. But uh, music by Jeff Grace, who did The House of the Devil and The Innkeepers. Cinematography by Ryan Schmall from Mulberry Street and Haunt. Yes, personal favorite. Edited by Jim, not Pickle Mickle. Mulberry Street, we are what we did. We No, I'm sorry. We are what we are. <laughs> Jesus. Effects and makeup by Pete Gurner in I Sell the Dead and We Are What We Are. Brian Spears from We Are We Are, VHS, another underappreciated, and Army of the Dead. Ooh, nice. Distributed by Dark Sky Films. Runtime of 98 short people. MPAA rating of R. Budget of sixty-two or $625,000. Grossed. Only 33245 but it only played on five screens. So, yeah, very, very small release. Not a huge success, but a very good movie. I feel like it's got a cult success, though. Like, I yes. feel like I could be wrong on that. Maybe, like, not. I don't see a lot of people having it, like, physically, but. We can't hear you, boss. What you got, boss man? His mic's not Uh-oh. Here. <gasps> yeah, he's no? No. Say he was trying to say important things. All right. Well, Bossman is still getting set up here. Uh, oh, so yeah, we are on general discussion. Uh oh. Did you check your Hulk Did you check out. your settings in the system? No. Ah, nothing, buddy. Nothing. nothing. All right. I'm gonna let. We're at general discussion, but before we do that, I'll bring up uh, the Chad Daddy here. And Still can't hear him. No, no, we got nothing, boss. We got nothing for. We got nothing. Hmm. All right, but I'm gonna bring up the Chad Daddy, and he can give us his little What's up, bitches. This is your Dark Lord of Knowledge coming at you. I want to apologize for not being able to be on the show tonight. We had some small family emergency come up. It's no big deal. Everybody's fine. Uh, not so. No worries there. I unfortunately have to watch the kids for tonight, so it's no big deal. I'm a little bit busy, so I apologize for not being here again. But I do want to talk about this movie called Stakeland real quick. Now, this was my first time watching it, and I have to say I actually enjoyed it more than I thought I would. It was a very bleak, actually kind of a depressing movie, but it was a refreshing <laughs> take on dreamers that uh, we have really seen. I definitely liked the this version of the vampires where they're almost like a mindless kind of an Sabi. machine, almost yep. zombie-esque in a way, mm-hmm. which yep. was really cool and really refreshing, unlike the normal 
You know, like we yeah. just, they're almost like the vampires we'd just seen in John Carpenter's Vampire, mm-hmm. a little bit less intelligent nature. And it was really interesting to see. Uh, it, it was a nice take. The practical effects were really, really well done. And this was done in a very small budget, mind you. Mm-hmm. And they accomplished a lot. There were some really interesting scares. I liked the, I thought, the lighting was hit or miss for me. Sometimes I like the, the whitewash tones, and sometimes I don't. Uh, so I like it. It, it kind of gave it that Western tone. It was all right. Yeah. It wasn't my favorite uh, aspect of the film. I thought it was filmed really well. The cinematography was pretty good. I definitely like the whole post-apocalyptic uh, look. And this this kind of felt like it was actually more... I want to fix his eyebrow. ...in terms of how you expect <laughs> society to like. function. After such a, an event like this, there were little pockets of survivors just trying to survive in the best way that they knew how. Right. And that, I think, really, really helped move the story forward. This was, this wasn't my pick. This was a John pick, and I'm very happy you picked it. Uh, so thank you for that, buddy. Um, like I said, this is my first time viewing it. I, I don't know where I want to go with this aside from saying, I would definitely watch this again. You know, yep. you know, the story was enough to keep me engaged. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it it wasn't it wasn't boring at all. It was very interesting, and these characters they they behaved like like you. They were very believable, real people. And I feel yeah. like yeah. this watching this the whole <clears throat> way through, I kept thinking this would make a really great video game. Yes, I, I thought the same shit up on something further on down the road. I know there's a sequel to this mm-hmm. and there were a series of little video prequels for the characters. Mm-hmm. I would love to see this universe expanded further. So I will get into that right now. Um, as far as the four R's reboot, remake, rewind, or recycle, I would say rewind this movie and possibly reboot it into a TV series. I would love to see where they could go. I would love to see no, what other people it would, were up to. They, they would, would walk and get it, it, and it would yep, fucking you know, ruin it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. North. I, I, hate, I love you, Chad, but I would disagree is. with that one. I would especially like to see how <laughs> they explore, like... Um, I hate series, though. That's just me, person. Like when the vampires are running out of food... Um, that girl Peggy at the end said that they're 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 skinnier. It's like they're they're starving to death. I'd skinnier love to see, but meaner. You know that explored more things like that. I really would love. Please, please, somebody pick this up for a TV series. I know bloody disgusting. You guys are always listening to us. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, Come on, bloody. Uh, yeah, move it forward. She yeah, has really emotion going. Um, I don't really have much else to say about it. You know, it really speaks for itself. Like I said, it's a very bleak, depressing movie, but it's a good movie. Uh, so on a scale of five, I'm, you know, I'm going to give this, I'll give this a 4.4. It's a little right. under 4.5, definitely not a five. I like this a little more than John Carpenter's Vampires, and I'm probably going to catch a lot what? of fun from you guys for that, but Son it is a bitch. No! Son of a bitch, sir! And I'm really excited to see what you guys That's all think amazing. of our next week's movie. That's my pick for the vampire movie. Uh, I don't want to reveal it right now. I'll let the guys discuss it at the end of the movie. It's one I love. It's one I've seen in theaters. I can't wait to make my wife watch it because she's never seen it before. She's no idea. So, yeah, I guess I will see you guys next week. This is your uh, Chad Daddy saying, see you next week, bitches. Love you, Chad Daddy, and thank you kindly. Chad Daddy! Alright, so, real quick, I mean, we just said it as he was doing it, but yeah, you're right. They would Walking Dead the hell out of this. And listen, yep. no disrespect to anybody out there that loves Walking Dead. 
No, 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 not everybody. At all. Better. You have to admit that after like season. After Three. they took Carl off, the show was shit. Yeah, well, uh, even sometimes, sometimes a little before that, but when I say sometimes, it's not a lie, a little bit. That's a show that should have been done when, before it was done. Not, right, sometimes well, shows is, though, need to know when to just call it. Right. But the thing the, is, they had such great source material because correct. the graphic novels, were. I read them as comics, Continuous. Where they were put in graphic novels, they were great. They had great source material, and when they started straying from that source material, that's when it went to shit. Because you got to over dramatize shit for TV, dude. Yeah, and, that's and it was you fucking stupid. Like when well, they okay. killed Carl off, there was so much more story to tell with Carl, but because people they they fucked his character from the get go and didn't make him the badass that he should have been, people right. fucking hated the character. So I was like, ah, get rid of him. You know what I mean? And I, I would just hate to see that happen to this world because yeah, no. this world built in this movie so going with what chad was asking and what you guys are talking about all i'm going to say is just watch the second one <laughs> yeah the second I, I one literally the second. is already going the second one honestly kind of goes in a walking dead direction but it stays in a movie okay and so that's fine because it stays in its two-hour premise it doesn't you know what i mean like yeah. it could it could easily still keep expanding i'm not okay. you know what i mean i'm not going to say how it ends I'm just gonna say, it, just like this one, it, it doesn't necessarily end. It just it always could expand to somewhere else. Is is Martin in the next one? Yes, and he's okay. a lot older and okay. grizzly, like older and slower, and he's actually like it. I liked it. I liked it a lot, dude. Is, like, it, pretty, did, is it pretty much the same cast except for those who died? Obviously, dude. Literally, it, they bring back the uh, Martin and Mister, which is <sighs> great. And Martin, and oh. Martin is a lot longer hair, full beard. Okay, have, have you gentlemen, and I know I said this in the chat, have you gentlemen ever seen The Outlaw Josie Wales? No. no. Okay. Great Clint Eastwood flick. If you ever get to check it out, go fucking watch it. It's If you've watched that, it's the same exact, oh, not exact, but it's almost the same fucking premise as that. And it's great, dude. And it's even more more of a Western than this one is. But I don't want to talk about the second one right now, because we're here to talk about the, talk about the first one. Right. Yeah, let's see. Oh. Let's but, generally discuss. You gentlemen have never seen this movie Never. Before. It was my no, first, first watch through. So first take time. it away. You go first, Lord. Go for it. All right. So I, I, I start watching this, and I'm like, okay, so it's an older guy who has this sidekick. And so I'm like, oh, this is Zombieland, except with vampires and no comedy. And oh, 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 damn. This <laughs> oh, is, this oh. is depressing. Like, the world that was built around in this movie was great. Who's the better character? Jack so, Jack oh, Jack oh, wait. No, wait I'm going to hold, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's you an can't, argument. You can't, you, you can't do that, though. Because honestly, two worlds. The, that's those true. two characters teamed up would be amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. definitely. Okay, yeah, because Jack Crow would be the hard ass. And no, Mr. Jack Crow no, would no, be the comedy. Because Mr. But he would still be a hard ass because he is a hard ass. Because Jack Crow will beat the shit out of people. He will. Well, I think Mr. fucking would too, though. I don't think he, like, Mr. had the one-liners, but he didn't have, like, the, the funny ha-ha that fucking James Wood put on it yeah. on his character. You know what I mean? Like, he's not going to ask a priest if he got Wood for beating the shit out of him. 
I mean, Mister's like, not that kind of dude. Mister's a very solemn dude who's literally just trying to fucking make his way through this bullshit. Like yeah. he doesn't care. Come on, he's lost all, his sense of humor. Like, come on, we all know Mister got a little mahogany somewhere in there. Come on, oh, oh yeah, clearly, he did. definitely. He Remember, did. hey, what was <laughs> your name? Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I want to see Scoob's cosplay. This dude, I think. Dude, okay. Yeah, so I was watching it. I was watching it, and I was like, I could totally cosplay this guy. Yes, I want his right. hat. I want his. Oh hat. yes, yes. Fuck yeah. So I, you know, and I'm watching it, and dude, from the get go, man, I was just so drawn into this story, which for most films, you know, hard to do sometimes. And we ask the question: Did the opening scene hook you in? And a lot of times we're like, yeah. And a lot of times we're like, no. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was just the atmosphere that it created from the. I was, I was in 100 percent from the get go, and yeah. The the I I watched it on you know w- when I was watching it there was commercials so that it kept kicking me out but I was so focused on what I was seeing that when the commercials kicked out I was like God damn it hurry up like right. I want to know what the fuck's going on like it was dude I applaud you for this pick yeah because dude this was such a good movie man I, I the 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 you the know what vampires that, were you know what that opening horrifying. scene was for me dude and I, I know that I'm not trying to like jump ahead but what kind of like nailing on like all right to me what like is really like this movie like since you right in is like how gritty and dark it's going right listen dude spoiler alert and i feel like we're in this territory but when you're killing off a fucking infant baby five minutes into the fucking film and not even in like like kind of a nasty fucking way i mean it's almost a little funny sometimes if you're like if you look at it too many okay. times because you can tell it's definitely a, yes a yeah, but, nasty. but the but thought still. in itself of like oh my god dude this thing just murdered these people but not eating them it's literally just eating this baby in this fucking towel like, it's like you know they kill the baby in what was it feast two was it yes, feast, feast two, two okay. but wait the baby way. and it's like yeah but yeah. this was yeah. like Oh, this is horrifying. Like, yeah, this you're like, horrifying. dude, you see him up there in the fucking corner and you just see the fucking like uh, the bloody baby and you're like, fuck, man. Like, you want to talk about a scary fucking everything. A scary like, fucking right. sight. Like, that's, like, dude, yeah. that, talk about your life literally hit fucking flipping 180 in an oh, yeah. instant. Yeah, in an kid. instant. Like, yeah. And he never got his dog. Yeah, no. you don't even know what happened to the dog. The, dude. Dog, the dog got eaten too. Long. I'm guessing. Like, I don't think these vampires would be opposed to eating animals. You know what I well, mean? Well, yeah, because they they didn't they didn't come across any deer when they were in the woods. They didn't you didn't see any rabbits. Like what the they, fuck were they eating? Well, I mean, Everything they did when they got in the north, walking. but at no, the no, no, same people, time, they explained that they explained like why they can find deer in the north and stuff though, because obviously it's colder. The vamps can't survive, which yeah, which is also great zombie logic too. Yes, the end yes. Of zombie, yeah, yeah, that's a whole different territory. But Bob, you said this was your first. Yeah, watch yeah, as well, brother. Yeah, this was also my first time, and just like Steve, like watching the first scene, I'm like, "Hmm, there already seems to be in the midst of something." But then the moment that dog leaves, the minute it leaves, right after that, it is like this poor kid's life just went to hell. It literally, it literally, literally straight to hell. Like you can't get it. You, there's no better description other than, "Oh, my life was." Oh, it's gone. Like my family is gone, everything is gone. And but I like the fact that um, Mister basically took him under his wing. Like, well, you're stuck with me now, kid. But at least with me, you'll survive. Which he was obviously right as we go through the movie. Right. There was a chemistry there that wasn't. You see it, but you don't see it. 
Now, not the same. It was the it was the apprentice and the master, dude. right? And like, I, I, I say father son it, apprentice master. Right. I like, say you know, it if you, you see it, but you don't see it. It's more like you know, yeah, he's a hard ass, but he's like, I got this kid, this kid, you know, and then the kid knows that you know, like uh, he he's he's a hard ass, but he's a, he's a good hard ass kind of on him. He, he's let me ask sure you. He knows. Let me ask you this: Do you think Mister would have taken him, regardless if the dad wouldn't have said to take care of him? I, I think, think so. You think so? I think, think so. I think he would have because it, it explains it more in the second one. Obviously, like it explains Mister's backstory, which I personally kind of wanted to know. It doesn't go yeah. super into it, but it enough to where it's like makes sense. Yeah. Um. But yeah, dude, it's just not only that, but it's like okay, Mister's he's actually a known vampire hunter in this yeah. world, right? Yeah. Like people mm-hmm. know of him. Even though like communication is fucking weird and it's only broadband radios now and shit, like people still know, man. People talk. That's how shit fucking works. And I, I and, also, and he always pulls out the teeth. Well, yeah, because like, oh, and I love that. That's the highest form of like compensation in the world now. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, there's trade items, which obviously are always going to be good. But dude, like vampire fangs, like that's the fucking. But that's your credit too. I mean, like. Yeah. You know, he showed the sheriff. The sheriff let him into town. Knew he was yeah. a good guy. You know what I mean? Like, regardless of the situation. But it's... I enjoyed this movie, man. I watched this on a friend's um, advice back, probably, I want to say, maybe the year after it came out, 2011, 2012. And I fucking absolutely loved it, man. I never went back and watched it, and I don't know why. It was just kind of one of those ones where I loved it so much. Like, I almost was just like, I'll leave it there until, like, another day. And I'm glad I did for this podcast. You picked a um, perfect... Well, I don't want to say perfect, but yes, a very great movie. Now, to go with what Chad said, and I I know it kind of brought up a big like wave of emotion here, and he said he actually liked this a little better than Vampires. <laughs> now, I know I, I didn't catch what you guys scored Vampires. I know I gave it a really high score. I don't so know. So did I. Oh, really? Okay. I, I, so gave I, gave five. Four, eight, maybe. I, I gave it a 4.8. I gave it a 4.8, too. Okay. Yeah. Now, I'm... Not gonna lie, I probably love this movie just as equally. Yeah, and it's yeah. not necessarily one's better than the other because, like, Vampires has that humor that I personally love, and probably would be more better fitted for my pick, especially if you guys have been fucking hanging out with me for the last three years. <laughs> this one, for me, is way out of left field, and I completely understand. But sometimes I like to do that shit. Um, I just like the overall reality of this movie. The overall tone is life sucks. It's full of shit. You're going to have to wade through the shit unless you want to just sink in it. Right. However, as much shit as there is, you still got to look for the good throughout it regardless. And and I feel like that's just kind of the overall tone of the movie for me personally. Yeah. I mean, and it just it's it's good because. It's like the realism of the, of the world and the way it is because you take out vampires and throw in, oh, yeah, dude. let's Anything? say, a horrible virus that could, you know, decimate mm. the population. That's, you know, really, really bad, just for say. And, you know... You maybe that's how you guys feel this movie hits a little bit bleaker. Maybe. Than probably. <laughs> that's maybe. Probably, well, that's definitely <laughs> now that, that. Yeah, I mean, fuck, now that I say this, you know, maybe, but... A little too close to home. It shows... <laughs> Damn it! How quickly? Too soon. People, people, people become monsters. Flip. People because, yeah. dude. Yeah, the vampires were the monsters, but but who were the real monsters? The real people, people are always fucking people, and they even talk about it, dude. They're like, 
th- th- there's not only vampires and there's not only the brotherhood that they got to read, but there's also cannibals. Yeah. So now you got like and like Chad said, this is a video game. This is literally yeah. video oh, game. Oh yes, bro. Th- like, come on. You, this, the, is, uh, this is this is. Surpri- I had that thought. It's not. I had that thought when Martin was making his way back to the car. And he's standing there with the with the fucking stick he made and that vampire yeah. chick when you know when him and Mister split up or whatever. Or yes, when yes. They fucking left Mister for dead. I had that thought. I was like, this would be so fucking epic in a video game. You can hear me now. Yeah, now we can yeah. hear you, Welcome back, brother. Whew. So, sweat off that brow. You good? <laughs> Windows update to eleven uh, mm. muted me. Oh well, what the fuck? <laughs> we should be fine now. Welcome I mean, back, brother. Thank you. Yeah, Stakeland's uh, pretty cool. We're on general yeah. discussion right now, actually. It's still perfect. So, uh, in our notes, did Shudder distribute this initially? Mm, I don't believe so. Mm. I thought it was it was Dark Sky, right? But I don't think Shudder was... was that's, Shutter where I, that's where I found it. It was Shudder. Okay. No, I saw it originally on Amazon Prime when it first came out, but I don't... Was Shudder even a thing in 2010? I don't even I think remember. that was 2012. I, it's possible. I, I do not know. But anyways, yeah, this movie is bleak. But like I said, I like the reality of it, dude. I, bleak or realistic? Well, both. both. Oh, reality is bleak. Re- Realist, bleak. Reality is bleak, dude. It's just that's what it is. It is what it is. Unfortunately, everything's perception. I guess, and the thing that like almost riles me up the most in this film is the religious, like the crazy religiousness of it all, dude. Because that shit legit scares me. Because the shit the as far as people will push stuff for blind faith is insane and what they're willing to do. And we all know this throughout human history. So it's just like, this is just another like side of like, Oh man, dude, this shit would definitely probably happen in a heartbeat because people are just going to look for leadership and they're going to find whatever feels fucking comfortable and not actually question whether it's actually good or not right or anything else. (laughs) That sounds familiar. uh, (laughs) And the whole, I like how they even like foreshadowed probably the worst, at least my not the worst scene, but like the worst feeling scene of when they dropped all the vampires in the city. They foreshadowed that shit because they told you that's how they took over Washington. Yeah, mm-hmm. and just dropped planes full of vamps. Like, bro, that's fucking crazy genetic warfare, right? There. And, and and for me, I was like, fuck, man, and I was so frustrated at that scene because I'm like, why did you take their weapons, motherfuckers? Like, nobody would have died if you would not have taken shit. But I understand why they did, you know, to keep the peace in their little town. But so knowing that scene, did you guys catch the end of that scene? The very questionable thing that I was like, hmm, I wonder if they're going to go back to that. But they never did. Yes. Think about the. Yeah. The sheriff was bit. Did you see the veins coming out of his fucking neck? He had the the dark veins and he had a full neck bandage, dude, with his fucking Mm -hmm. like he had huge bite marks all here. All blood. If you look at this. If you look at Mister, he's looking at him like, "Oh yeah, dude, that's like why he doesn't his, want to stay." He's like looking at his neck, and he's looking at him. He's like, uh, "No, we're just gonna go north. Thank you very much." And I was, gonna, I I was wondering if they were gonna go back that. to that, but like maybe even in like a thing saying like that whole town has been completely wiped out at this point or something like that. But I mean, Boston, what are your general thoughts? I mean, is this this obviously wasn't your first watch? I'm well, assuming. Well, uh, Stakeland's two words to start off. Uh, Apologize, I can edit. <laughs> I'm just looking here to see about that shutter thing, and I'm and I'm looking like there's prequels and stuff. Uh, yeah, I don't like the so when you're looking for the, the second one, mm-hmm. it will come up as the Stakelander. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I didn't know that until I was watching it. I was like, why is it keep, it just, it wouldn't even come up Stakeland 2. It was just the Stakelander, which I didn't really like that subtitle, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, this movie's pretty fucking cool. Uh, you know, for it being a darker movie, I don't mind the color. I love the cinematography. I love the acting and the relationship between our, our older, our older male and our younger male. I love that whole, like, kind of father son thing going on there. Pretty fucking rad. He kind of just puts him through the ringer the whole movie. Yeah, he fucking does. It pays off in the second movie, though, because he kind of can hold his own then. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, I love, like you said, the religious themes running throughout this film kind of shows down, shows you what happens as uh, society breaks down and how we go into these different groups. I mean, we can see that kind of establishing today with various, uh, oh, yeah, dude, mindsets and things. Uh, yeah. This movie, you can call it bleak, dark, or realistic, whatever you want, but it hits hard, and the writing and the dialogue is very, very well done, and the script is very well thought out and written. I think this film should have been a lot bigger than it actually was. I wish yeah. it was, dude. Like, I feel like a lot of people just don't even know about it. Well, yeah, they might it. see it. Yeah, they, I didn't know about it. Until they don't even something. think to watch it, because they look at it, it looks like kind of a generic cover. Mm -hmm. You're like, yeah, kind of moving on. Well, that is true. They did not do it justice with that cover art. Yeah, you know, I mean, they didn't have much budget, dude. And I feel like whatever they had, they definitely used it. <laughs> this is true. This is very true. It went we got to know what this motherfucker thinks, though. Snip, fucking snip. Well, 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 howdy-doody there, folks. It is all your DKB here back for another episode of Goromor. And this week, Heather, yes, I hate you. She watched it right after. I will keep this short and sweet because I have nothing but love for this film. And I'll start off by saying that uh, I was introduced to this film many years ago. I enjoyed it back then. Rewatched it today. I fucking love this film. It is so much bigger than what it should be for an independent film. And I think that's mainly due to the fact that everyone involved on this film, whether it was um, production designers, costume designers, whoever involved on this film knew that they had a fantastic script to work off. And they thought, fuck it, we're going to make, we're going to invest in this so much that we're going to make it bigger than what it should be. And it definitely paid off. And I, I was glued to the TV the whole time. Um, now I think the director's vision for this film, the overall tone of that road vampire horror flick, um, post apocalyptic world, um, uh, it, it's very bleak. It's very depressing. Um, it's a perfect fitting. Um, for a post-apocalyptic film like this. Um, but what the other thing I really fucking love about this film are these actors that I've never even fucking heard of come in, conjure up their own little take on these unique characters, and you really invest in them, you sympathize for them, well, for the majority of the film, um, and you really question your own morals in life upon viewing this film like... Stuff that they do in this film is like, would I do that? Absolutely. Nope. Is it right? Is it wrong? It's absolutely <laughs> fucking wrong. But you got to do what you do to survive. Mm -hmm. It brings that realism to the screen. It definitely captures it. And I fucking love that shit. Independent films, to me, really <laughs> capture that stuff because they, they don't have to rely on bigger budget stuff to get them out of the shit. They've actually got to really invest you gotta in think about it. And, and they really need to sell it if they want to move up the ranks in the film industry. And yeah, this, this film really does it. It, it, it really hits the nail on the head with that type of, um, type of themes, all that stuff. Like these actors really did invest in their roles. I, I can't fault them for anything in this fantastic stuff. Um, but anyway, 
I could go on all day telling you how much I love this <laughs> film, but I won't. Um, I want to get one more score of a 4.4. Yeah. Um, interested to hear what you guys have to say about so this. Chad, you said to me next week. That's I'm going more to review whatever it, the fuck it is. So, <laughs> be signing out, and I'll catch you then. Cheers. Oh, thank you, Brody Brody. Love you as always. Yeah. It's awesome that him and Chad Daddy fucking uh, pop Yeah, they literally have the there. same exact score. That's hot. Very worthy, though. Right? Yeah. Extremely. All righty. Uh, scuba, shall we spread them cheeks and see what's behind the curtains? Let's do it, baby. So, how Brody just said, um, he would, you know, he loved how invested the characters were in acting in the movie. Mm-hmm. So, throughout filming, actor Nick Demisi who played Mr. wore his mother's actual wedding ring on the pinky of his right hand as a way of acknowledging his character's backstory. Fucking mm, That's all awesome. shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fucking cool as shit. Uh, also, um, <clears throat> he also carved the longbow used in the film from Oak in his own kitchen. No shit. That's even cooler. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, this man was invested in his character. Well, the, the Real quick, this man was also, he's also played a lot of other characters the same way, too, because uh, uh, I've seen him, he was in The Nun, and I he did some studying for that to be the father like in that, so he really gets invested in his shit. Hmm. I can't say I've ever seen him in anything else, unfortunately, myself, so. But that's awesome, dude. So at one hour, 13 minutes, and 27 seconds, Martin is on a bus looking at a newspaper. The main article is about martial law declared in the U.S. The photo for that article is actually a photo from the G8 summit riots, which took place July 20th, uh, July 20th through the 22nd in 2001 in Genova, Italy. So they used oh, no the actual, shit. Yeah, from actual riots. The only newspaper, I mean, I do remember seeing that headline, but I remember the one more specifically where Mr. was reading. I think it was like the New York Post or something, and it actually says like, uh, it's talking yeah. about like vamp- or bats are coming in and like infect everybody. And yeah. Like, yeah. Nobody ever believes that shit, dude. Nobody ever believes the bats. <laughs> nobody well, believes the post name. Maybe that's where the big wigs got the idea for the virus we have now. From yeah, this right. <sighs> Definitely. <laughs> so this film was shot in two different portions with two months off in between both portions of the film being made. Oh. So Interesting. All right. So both Danielle Harris and Marianne Hagen acted in the original Halloween series, so which mm-hmm. we talked about earlier. Um, Harris acted in Halloween 4 and 5, and Hagen was in Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers. Yeah. Also Hatchet. And Hatchet. And Hatchet, yes, yes. So water, squir- water squirted from Poland spring bottles was used in several shots to simulate rain in the opening sequence in which Martin and Mr. First cross paths. That's from from Poland spring great. bottles, Poland Yo, spring bottles. So just so I wonder how many people they had like on ladders. Yeah, like I want to like, know. But man, I couldn't great. tell it wasn't. Yeah, real no, rain. you couldn't fucking tell. It wasn't. <laughs> you know what yeah, I no mean? Like way. The, and that's why I love practical effects because they work so fucking right well. There, now, if you keep the shot tight enough, I guess it wouldn't yeah. be that hard to yeah, right. Replicate. If and there keep was, the water close enough to the camera. And if it's it's mostly a darker there. film anyway, so you know what I mean? Like Yeah, you're really gonna tell. Awesome, dude. But yeah, there cool. was one scene awesome. where they had CGI blood, and that right there for yeah. me, I was like Was it the one it. where the vampire went down and bit that dude's head and it just like sprayed Wait, out yeah. like four feet? I have a question. I hope we have like an answer. CGI blood. Do you not like Midnight Meat Train? No, 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 no. That's different. Because it's different. on purpose? 
because it's on purpose. Okay, okay. There's there's a difference. Okay. If you're That's using gotta be over the amazing top. practical <laughs> effects like they I mean, did in this film with a limited budget, and then you know that could have easily been done with you know well, not only that, but I think what bothered me was the size of that spray for like how fast it. That you know one, I mean? yeah. Like, I don't yeah. know. It just it that was a, just, big, that was a big spray. I just felt it was too bright. For the for for the light or whatever everything else was. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Dude. So uh, let's see. Bell was Mister's girlfriend in an early draft of the script. Oh, I was actually thinking something was going to happen with them as the movie went on. I I don't but, know how I would have felt about that though because there's I don't know I feel I like think there would have like been too much of an age gap there yeah. versus like mm, yeah. Hey, when I think Pickens are slim. True. That's why she. True. That's why she was. Yeah, but she was checking out. You know. What's his name instead? So. I'd go for yeah. experience. <sighs> yeah. But he's so smart fun. enough to be like, yo, that shit's pregnant already. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> the younger yeah, one's but now, I mean, like, he's like, logically, my ass would have been like, well, can't get her any more pregnant. Yeah, free parking. True. That's true, yeah. True. <laughs> or you, you just feel the head, pull out. Town, you just go. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, my God. What else we got, Scoobs? All right, so the part when the religious group takes our heroes and they seem dead with drinks in their hands is a reference to the Jonestown cult. Oh, yeah. I even said that watching it. I'm like, man, it's looking like Jonestown in here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. It's so fucked. Even the way they dressed was very cultish, which, I mean, I know that's what they were going for. So but- did anybody figure out what was actually, like, what they had, that bracket that was hanging over their eyes at all? No. It looks like it's no, like a brake part of some kind, but I couldn't figure out. What, I'm not a mechanic. Like a time. I'd have right? to go back and look. I have no idea. I was just wondering maybe if somebody knew. That's no problem. Sorry. Didn't mean to stop it. What else we got, buddy? So the film received fairly positive re- reviews within Rotten Tomatoes, giving the film a 75% fresh rating from 60 reviews. Right. The consensus Damn. states... Though the genre is well-worn at this point, director Jim Mickle focuses on strong characterization and eerie atmosphere to craft an effective apocalyptic vampire chiller that also manages to pack a mean punch. At the site Metacritic, which assigns films a weighted average, a score of 0 to 100, the film received a score of 66 based on 15 mainstream critics indicating generally favorable reviews. Hmm. Agreed 1,000% because... Oh, yeah, dude. 100%. Especially for a genre that has been, like... Overdone a lot. Yeah, like, I mean, dude, this has been one of the main monsters that people have been focusing on since the 20s, for at least movies-wise. And you're talking 2010 at this point, man. Vampires have been so oversaturated to the point where it's like, eh. And honestly, they're not my biggest bag. This is one of the movies that brings them in very serious, and I think that's why I like it so much mm-hmm. more. You know what I mean? They're not the yeah, European it's, vampires. It's not that dark, gothic vampire of I bid you welcome. Which, it's, I'm it's not saying sep- that, you know. That that can work sometimes, too. Like, I still love Bram Stoker's Dracula. Don't get me oh, wrong. Oh, yes, but I will say of the most used vampires, that type of vampire is the one that's just right. pretty much. That's the easiest over- note. It is overused, but it still can be effective if done right. This as a virus, like we said before, almost almost zombie. I hate calling it zombie because it's not, but it's the easiest thing to like identify. But it so. is in a sense because well, they're mindless. You know what I mean? Well, except yes no. for except for later on. And well and he even explains that. He's killed other mutations before, which means yeah. there's been different variants. Yeah. 
And you already see different variants throughout this movie anyways with yeah. what, scamps and berserkers, they call them. And I think there was another one, like there's another breed they called something else, but. Yeah, man, this, uh, oh, what's up, Chad Daddy? Welcome, Daddy. welcome, Chad. What else we got, Scubas? All right, so Roger Ebert of the Chicago Sun-Times gave the film Uh-oh. three stars out of four, writing that director Jim Mickle, who co-wrote the film with his with his star, Nick Demisi, has crafted a good-looking, well-played, and atmospheric ap- apocalyptic vision. Alyssa Simon of Variety called it a highly satisfying, low-budget horror thriller. Serena Whitney from Dread Central rated it four out of five stars and called it a tout thriller replete with gripping emotion behind it. Uh, Jeanette Cat Solis of the New York Times named it a New York Times critic's pick and called it usually tout. So usually it's, tout. It's got great reviews from a lot of people. You know what my reaction was after watching it? What? <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Flicks, snacks, and knickknacks. Welcome to the show. Oh, up, up, sir. <clears throat> All right. So the film was shown at the 2010 Toronto International Film Festival, where it won Midnight Madness Cadillac People's Choice Award. What? Fuck yeah! It deserves every <laughs> part of it. That was a hell of a title. Yeah, I I'm surprised hey, I didn't there. fucking blah, 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 over it. You know. <laughs> So the film opened on one screen on April 22nd, 2011, and made $7,258 in its first week. In its second week, the film expanded to five screens and made an additional $8,437. The total domestic gross for the film in its limited theatrical run was $33,245. I really wish this movie was just released all over the place. Yeah. I feel like it would have done well. I think it would have been a pretty damn successful for sure. Like, I mean, like, yeah, you know, like it, it probably wouldn't have had a long run, even if it could have got more theaters. It still probably would have been a good week at best. I, I, I would, I would give it at most at, at the time if it was released a month, and I mean, a, and a month is a pretty decent time. I mean, I'm trying to think what the hell else came out around that time, but I don't remember anything like too amazing, 2010 wise. I mean, you got yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street, and that was the exactly, dude, right. I think the, I think the crazies came out that year. I believe you are right. I think yeah, 2010. What? All right. Anything else, Scuba? Yep. We still got some more. So shooting took place in Pennsylvania, upstate New York, and the Catskills Mountains. There was a three-month hiatus in the shooting schedule so that the seasons could change for the exterior shot. So that's why they took time off in between Hell shooting, yeah. I guess. You got to get the nice uh, winter months, man, especially yeah. going to the Adirondacks. Yeah. So the yeah, long Bobby's t- like no no oh, yeah oh. <laughs> the long take in the survivor settlement with va- with the vampires being dropped by the brotherhood was not originally planned that way but evolved as time limitations forced the scene into single day shooting. Mickle decided that the best way to solve the time issue was to get it over with as a single take. In the end, only a few frames were edited out to remove poor acting from extras. Way to go, extras. And that was a pretty, yeah, that is a long scene. That shit was too. a solid fucking scene, and honestly, it was probably, like, the heaviest one for me, personally. It's definitely, oh, yeah, definitely Wait, one of the heaviest. Wait, is it this movie or the next one that has Stephen Williams in it? You talking Mr. X, uh, himself? Like, like, Creighton Duke. Yeah, no, that's yeah, number two. two. That's number okay. two. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Which he's awesome in that, too. But. Yeah, he's badass. <laughs> 
So uh, the only other one I have is uh, the producers Glass Eye Picks created seven webisodes as prequels set during the start of the apocalypse to coincide with the release of the films, which are titled mm-hmm. Origins, The Day I Told My Boyfriend, Willie, Sister, Martin, and Mister. I need to watch those. Yeah, now I, I gotta find go those and watch those. them. They gotta be on YouTube, I imagine. I'm sure. Steak Land prequels type them in, they probably all pop up. Right? Well, now that I watched the first and the second one, <coughs> yeah, read it. Like, oh, man. And That's that awesome. is all we got. Thank you, Scuba. And thank, thank you, Daddy, for sending those in. Alrighty, gentlemen, on to the questions. What format was this watchdog? Tubi. Voodoo. Peacock for myself. And you said Shutter Boss, man? All right. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I went the nice way with Peacock where you can watch that three-minute commercial and then you don't get any commercials the rest of the way. I was going to watch it. He watched it on the cock! Oh, yeah. (laughs) That needs to be a soundbite right there. I need that as a soundbite. I can edit that. Okay. uh, uh, Real quick, guys. (laughs) The prequels are all on uh, YouTube. YouTube. Just type in Lamp prequel and they all are like the first five or six. Thank you, Sex Machine. You're welcome. So I was going to watch them on Peacock, but when I went to my when I went to Peacock on my computer, it wasn't logged in. And I couldn't remember the login. Oh, yeah. like, I'm, I'm not fucking with that. Shit. I'm not fucking with it. I just go to Voodoo. I'm that's da- why I'm I da- went to Tubi. I was like, ah, I've been there before Christ. too. But. <laughs> All right, douche of the film. Oh, the, oh, the cult leader. The cult, cult leader, leader, yeah, for sure. He gets his own, doesn't he? Though, right? Yeah, yeah but kind of not, not after becoming a fucking beast. Yeah, yeah. and taking well, out fucking two of our, you know. Family our pre- members, our Prego, and then our good man. Well, three technically, if you count the baby, three. So, yeah, okay, that now, ain't right. Now, that's a good. You know what? I'm glad you kind of brought that up, and that, that was definitely. Now, was that the cage he had around her? Did he actually like fucking kill the baby by pressing it and then yeah, was, biting her, or did there was he just way drain too much her? blood, bro? There was way too much blood in that fucking thing for it not to be in there somewhere. Well, yeah. that's why I'm saying, dude, it looked like he like compressed it. Like, yeah, he probably forced it out and it went right in there, dude. Just straight fucked, man. Like that. Ah, uh, can I? Can I? I gotta say, man. Like she's done a lot of roles. I feel like this is one of her better roles, dude. Like, well, she's got an unimaginable range, and like she doesn't get an opportunity to show it. I think it's no, but I'm saying like pigeonholed. I see. I feel like sometimes, right? Like, I feel like sometimes, like, like some of her crying and so, like I think maybe it was like Hatchet Two. Yeah, you know, it could yeah. be that, or it like, could just be the takes they pick because it, sometimes she's straight on point. Another, but time, I feel like this movie, like, like this movie, I feel like she hits it like out of the park. Yeah, with her role, like, oh, I think definitely. she was great. My wife didn't like she was singing Nirvana. I'm like, I like she was singing Nirvana. Oh, dude, I love that. <laughs> I she's like, on. she's like, you yeah. don't sing Nirvana. I'm like, I'm telling you right now, every dude in that joint listening to her sing Nirvana is like, you sing Nirvana. <laughs> sing Nirvana yeah, though, it's like, <laughs> like they are not uh, having an issue with that. No. Um, but yeah, I gotta agree with you guys. The religious leader. I, I'm looking for his name right now, but I'm fucking missing it. Jebediah Logan. Jebediah. Yeah. What a fucking ass name. What a see you next Tuesday. All right, favorite kill of Steakland. Oh. It's time for Halloween. <laughs> Don't come to my house or else I'll suck your dick. Uh, blood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, favorite kill. Oh, man. All right, all right. I don't know if I, well, no, I don't think it would count that as a kill. Really. 
I mean, baby, the bit, the baby eating right at the beginning. start of the movie. That was, he looked pretty horrifying too. Uh, that's, that's pretty, pretty fucked. Oh, yeah, that's pretty fucked. to be your favorite kill. That's pretty fucked, Bobby. Oh, sorry. Jesus Christ. You know, oh, if you, said that, you know what my favorite part of the movie was? When that baby, when that little bastard baby got eaten. That was my favorite part. That was the most. That was the most enjoyable part of that. Sorry, the car- listen, listen, the Cartman in me came out. I got baby. You know, now if you said baby and feast two, I'd probably be like, okay, I'll agree with you. That's way different. No, you can't change it. No, you cannot change it. That is your fucking pick. No, you cannot change it. All right, fine. I'll stay with it. You heard it right here. Now I'm going to get all the baby baby haters tomorrow. You know, all right. To get it off of Bobby here, we'll just think of it as a late term abortion. There you go. Oh. Oh, my God. I think that you mean adoption, Um, Steve. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 that's what I meant. Yeah, adoption. Uh, I got the letters crossed up. Honestly, I think I'm going to have to go with the sister on the uh, the sister on the porch in front of the other um, sister. Oh, yeah. When uh, they got her in the trap. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, dude, just because, I mean, that was just a fucked scene because, they, you know, the kid still missed it. Mister's giving him shit. He's like, you got, or he's like, you missed the fucking heart, you prick, and get it, and, like, knocked him out of the way. So, like, still kind of treating him like shit, but trying to, like, teach him his own. Yeah. And... I mean, dude, it was just a brutal fucking kill because she's just watching a woman that she's. <laughs> All right, for Brody to even say that, I'm sorry, audience, but Bro- okay, so Brody even had to chime in and he said, fuck Bobby, even I wouldn't go that hard. And to come from Mr. Kane himself. What's the matter, Kane? You don't get a little woody? You don't get a little mahogany from that now? A uh, little teak? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with Maple. Uh, the kill of the. I guess teenager vampire, whoever Ooh. the fuck it was supposed to be at the, the end. No, 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 no. At the end when she's like, oh, I've been trying to get him. I used to talk to him in high school or whatever. And he's oh. like, I got this. And he walks out and he's just like, Quack. I'm going to go with that because killing that. Because he's just like, step- oh, yeah, I'm you? stepping up. Yeah, he stepped up. We lost you. You're like, what? Bro. Seems like one of your streams is having connection issues. Stand by. Okay, that's weird. Who? Scoops, you good? It? What's this, good, in What's this coming in on? What's this coming in on? It just popped down and said one of the streams was having some connection issues, but everybody. Sh- I'm green here. I'm green. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who? What? What platform is reporting that? It didn't say. It just popped down with like a yellow bar. I've never seen that myself. Yeah, me either. Uh, yeah. Am I, can I say when sister kills herself? <laughs> Dude, oh, that's good. Yeah. That was a that was a tough scene. Well done. That's very well. Like yeah. And you know what? I can almost say maybe that might even be one of Brody's thing, just because it's got a scarecrow in it. You know, <laughs> just to add that little bit of flavor. Could be wrong. Just a guess. Yeah, I that think was a uh, scarecrow yeah. chubs that boy up, man. That's that's true. <laughs> Don't we know? Ah, mm-hmm. uh, no, man, that was a tough scene too. Especially because, like, you finally get her back. You found out that she survived the camp and it like yeah. made it, and. Just that that whole scene, man, just got turned to fuck so many. There he is again, bro. Oh, yes. Love me some scarecrows. Very good. Bob, you still threw me off with the baby kill, but that's all right. We love you. Oh, just like you threw us off with this movie, I threw you off with the kill. It's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Best scene. 
A stake land, 2010. I, I have two for this. This is, yeah. Mine is the uh, town um, where the vampires get dropped on. That whole scene of them just enjoying a little bit of life again and, like, seems like, okay, we finally made it. Just for them to instantly get fucked and literally, essentially, the movie to start over again. Because that's how the movie started. It was just a complete 180 flip. Did you just say the end? Did I say the end? I'm sorry, the beginning. Uh, <laughs> like, the <laughs> beginning. It just kind of, but like I said, like that's how how the beginning started. It was just normal life, completely flipped, and then that scene was just instant one eighty, man. As soon as they came in, yeah. But I like the end. I think it's fucking rad. Like where they're just that whole actor. Once they get the truck. Oh, okay. Yep. Oh, just the way it feels. Just the way that whole everything that plays out after that. The way it feels. After the things that they just went through, just the way that oh, that yeah. plays out, and then the impact, the emotional impact that that has on you, that whole scene, and then like the skull pendant hanging and shit, you're just like, woo! Just like, yeah, that is amazing. Past the torch, yeah. Oh yeah, and, and it transitions very well into the in the next film. So it does. The, the second one, and it's really hard to say this that the second one can usually stand up just as well as the first, but I will gladly say. I that think it's because it's so series. different. And it, it sticks with these two, with these characters, and it kind of shows you a very realistic progression of how they go over the elapsed time that they give us. Yes, it, it's very interesting, and you definitely see what how the events of this film has shaped them. And in, in, in the world, in it, yeah, the world in like, it it's itself is very desolate by that time, very barren. Oh, very it's left. It's cowboy times. Yeah, there's, it's pretty, it's pretty rad because there's. Like, in this one, you got people still rocking vehicles. There's no vehicles in the second one, man. You're that far into the future where, dude, good luck getting gasoline. It would have been interesting to see how much they would have been able to turn up the Western tone of this and the second film if they had more budget. Yeah. I think they could have definitely went higher if they could have got some horses in the budget. Mm. Honestly. That would have been cool. I guess, but I did not see it yet, so I can't say. (laughs) All right. Uh, Scuba, we need your best scene there, buddy. I'm going to go with this, like like I said, the scene that made me think this could be a video game where he makes his way back to the car after being, you know, separated from Mr. He doesn't know Mr. still alive. He's going back to get the weapons to try to help. And we get Mr. back, you know, and I, that that I mean, it, that shit was fucking terrifying. All in, I mean, you have this thing running at you and all you have is a fucking sharpened stick to protect mm-hmm. yourself, which, yeah. You can kill a vampire that way, but he hasn't been successful in doing that with help, and now he's by himself. You know, right? Yeah. Well, and then, boom, Mister saves the day again. Not only that, but we also know that Mister's, as Mister's told us, that the vamps have a hardened chest plate. Like, yeah. the fucking more to like the older and nastier they get and shit. So it's even harder to kill them. So it's like yeah. that stick literally is like, oh god, dude, <laughs> you be on, homie. To solve the riddle, uh, ISC Films made this, which is a subsidiary of AMC. Shutter is owned by ah, AMC. Ah, yeah, right. Shutter Shutter came in 2015 as a permanent. So thing. this would have been a shoe in for the network to launch on, is to have Stakeland right on there. That would they, make sense. They made it. They already didn't already had. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. How, how are we going to market this indie? horror film we have. Oh, we'll put it on our new horror streaming service. Yeah. I mean, 
Dude, it, this is. I feel like this movie is such an easy sell for anybody that says they're. A whole- yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah. the shutter, uh, for the shutter service, and for people that are trying to discover new horror films, and oh, yeah. try, especially now. And I, I just kind of want to veer off real quick. Right now, this month is hot as fuck for like things that they're adding to Shutter because they're doing all these box sets and some of these other things from like Vinegar Syndrome and Severin. And putting them on here, so you're getting a lot of these new art films, like art housey films and foreign films mm-hmm. and folk horror films on Shutter. You can even watch some Andy Warhol type stuff on there. So go on there, and you can really explore some very different movies than what you're used to. Right now. <clears throat> I yeah. think January's super hot for that sort of stuff in Shutter. You know what else is super hot? You know what else is super hot? What's up? TJ Bowser. Thank you. <laughs> if you want to look super hot, you can head sure. over to ProjectLouder.net and get this. And- Vinegar <laughs> Can we get a yeah. t-shirt check? Can we get a yeah, t-shirt check? Yeah, come on, everybody. Can we get a t-shirt it? check here? What do we got? Ooh. Bobby's got the Voorhees. Cavity Colors uh, Part 6, Jason. Very nice. Oh, I thought that was Jafar. I like it. Crusty Hell yeah, Burger. Dude. Fuck yeah. I've always mm. wanted a Crusty Burger. They're not bad. Cartoon food just looks so amazing. Right? Oh, man. Gentlemen, I believe we were on opening scene. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, fuck yeah. Of course. If it didn't, it the only way it didn't hook you in is because you were so turned off by it, you were like, I can't watch this movie. Yeah. <laughs> and yet you only started it, so it's like, huh? No. This is fucking, uh, this movie was, opening was great, had me instantaneously in, dude. Oh, yes. Yeah, I just uh, watched a movie over the weekend that had a, a bunch of babies in it, like, fetuses so really yeah this stuff doesn't bother me i watched parita durango uh, they like they steal a cosmetics truck that has baby fetuses in it that are using oh, nice. to use it for cosme- illegal cosmetics and they open the back doors and floor it and a bunch of huh? like a bunch of babies spill out on the <laughs> ground and the fbi shows up and picks and, like this cop walks over and it's like picks one up and he's like do something with this and like throws it to the other cop and this walks away. And I was just like, oh, brutal. <laughs> that sounds like a South Park moment. But there's moment. this smashed baby fetuses everywhere and bodies. It's just gruesome. Does it have Bobby's anybody like, I want to watch that. Oh, uh, no. shut up. <laughs> Mostly people stepping on them and cars. Somebody should be them. slipping on them for sure, dude. Like, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, it has James Gandolfini in it and him, he gets hit by like four cars. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> what is this called? Uh, Parita Durango. It's a prequel to David Lynch's Wild at Heart. Alright. Interesting. Severn just did a 4K release of it, so I was like, I'm gonna watch it. And it is brutal. It has everything from baby fetuses to some graphic imagery, uh, brutal violence, uh, maybe some rape, uh, pedophilia, uh, stuff. Well, hold like, bag. Wow. It, it's, like off, it, kind of it's off. It's off screen though, so it's just ma- it's just there to make the main character more. So, which yeah, is it? I'm glad you brought that up because I'm glad they did that in this film. Nothing was directly and on the point. Everything was just kind of. I think it's more effective yeah. for the brain to have it off screen. I think when I you put do. it on screen, it causes like a mini trauma when you watch it. So you're just like, fuck that because you were forced to watch something you really didn't you're right. watch. Like that's just smut at that point. Yeah. You're like, nah, dude, there, there's nothing that that does not add to the movie. By I think that's what led to character. I already hate Last House anymore. on the Left and our distaste with that movie. Yeah. So. Exactly. Yeah. Blech. All right. Uh, most attractive character. Oh, Daniel Harris for me. Bell. I mean, yeah. yeah. 
How could you argue? The looking girl good. You the the girl I was, I was, the end was pretty good looking, too. I'll say Peggy was pretty cute. I will give her that. But, I mean, come on, man. It's Daniel she's Harris. She's, she, Daniel Harris is the screen queen, dude. You got to give it to her. Mister was a good oh, looking man himself. Oh, I would give it to her. <laughs> Mister so was you, a good looking man himself. I'm not going to say he wasn't. He had a sweet mustache. Very handsome. That was a very right. handsome man. Hey, uh, so did we? Is the director? What else did he do? Oh, he did. Uh, we we are what we are. That's the uh, cannibal yes. uh, family movie. You know, I've never seen it, so I yeah. don't know. Couldn't tell you. I think he did Mulberry. Yeah, Mulberry Street, and we are we are. I don't know. I think I've ever heard of anything else. He's done. When, yeah, I don't know. This one was very. Uh, these were very all unknowns besides Daniel Harris for me in this one. He was born in Pottstown, Pennsylvania. Why does Pottstown sound familiar, Stephen? Is there something Bigfoot happened there? Mm, I mean, Pennsylvania's no, got a lot of Bigfoot hotspots, so I don't that, remember. That name sounds like something paranormal happened. Pottsville? Pottstown. Pottstown. I'm a Google. I wonder where that is. I'm trying to, I feel like I've been by that in Pennsylvania before. Mm-hmm. I just don't know which one. <laughs> by going down it's in Reading. I thought it was Pottsville. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not far. Not far from me. You might be right, Steve. So, this might be a hard one to answer. Well, did the score set the mood, gentlemen? Now, I don't personally I I remember, remember so much. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember much of the score, but. but it didn't, I honestly, it didn't need a score for certain things. I'll say if there was a score, it didn't detract from the mood by any means. No, not at all. So, update. There is Bigfoot sightings there, and they hold a book, Bigfoot festival in Pottstown. In Pottstown? In Pottstown. I don't know and why. Where is Pottstown, Pennsylvania, Pottsville. specifically? Like, in comparison to, like, where you are, buddy. Oh, uh, I'm here. It's on the other side of the state. Closer to Jersey? Yeah, I'm closer to Ohio. Okay. Now I live closer to Ohio. I think I live an hour from the border now. Word. All right. Um... That song. I'm gonna say Daniel Harris's cover of uh, Nirvana. Yes, yeah, sir. yes, that's, sir. that's probably the only I one. I can't really remember any other ones. <laughs> if there were any, I don't yeah. think there was. Was yeah, no, nah. because anything on the radio was usually just it was religious just chatter. Yeah, yeah, it was just religious chatter. And you know, listening to that whenever they had the radio on, I was like, I could totally hear TJ spouting off some shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. I'm not going to lie, though. I, I feel like I would, although in this, the Brotherhood kind of expanded everywhere. But they, when they were saying they were going down south, I feel like, man, down south. like Oh, they'd be like, fucked. Bro. Be fucked, bro. That's Bible Belt, baby. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, that's you big time. In that area and all. I'm like, nope, I'll stay right up here in New York, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm used to the cold, man. I'll fucking deal with it. <laughs> I, yep. Bro, I could only imagine Texas in the, bro. Oh God! Mm-mm. So I don't know. they do mention they like. I really wish they kind of went there, but they mentioned Mexico in the second one. They said Mexico was straight fucked. Like Mexico, legitimately, they called the Stakelands or anything like South. Essentially, oh yeah, they were that's. And they said that's where shit. Tarantino already showed us what happens down there. That's true. (laughs) The titty twister. Yeah, we'll we'll be getting there. It's a wonderful place. Well, Tarantino Rodriguez. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh all right, so favorite character of Stakeland, uh, Mister, Mister, dude, hands down, yeah, Mister. But I did like Martin too, as he started to develop. So, do we prefer Martin. this Mister or Old Man Mister? Those who've seen number two, I haven't seen number two yet. 
have not seen this week. I, I mean, I, I feel, feel like, like he feels more of a cowboy in the second movie. He's kind of like what Sam Elliott. If, if, if you follow him, if you follow him, he's the grizzled cowboy throughout this two yeah. movies. But by the second one, he's a lot more tired, mm-hmm. and it's apparent, and it shows throughout the movie, and it shows in his decisions, and all every, and it, yeah, it, it, it's very good with how, where they go with it. Like I don't want to give too much away because I know you guys talked about you possibly want to watch it. So I'm gonna watch it tonight. Yeah, Hell this yeah, week I will. Uh, but yeah, Mr. Hands Down Mr. is a great Hansdown. written character. Yeah. I'll film it, Brody, and play the music. That's not far <laughs> from me. That's not far either. Goodbye, horses. Brody's gonna give us a sweet new intro here. And then you, and then you got and then <laughs> you gotta you do the me? and then you gotta do the Blob Festival in Phoenixville. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. I will say though, Martin was a good character, and I think that he was a good character to learn this world, like yeah. alongside uh-huh. with. I'll pick Martin for that. Uh, was it scary? Honestly, yeah, yeah. We had some yeah. damn good moments. Yeah. That's and, oh and not God. even the vampires. The vampires not in the scariest fucking yeah, part of the no. <laughs> Not in the traditional sense of a of a horror film. No, but it definitely scary. Oh yeah, probably a little too close to home. Maybe a little too close to reality of what a lot of us think that could easily happen. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Just, yeah. You won't tell me I'm Smith going hard. Smith. Yeah, that's a whole new intro. <laughs> Brody, new intro. Kaney's cutting his dick off. No. Snip fucking out. <laughs> you just hear snip fucking thud. <laughs> oh, Does fuck. it hold? Okay, just for Go those ahead, of you who are uh, Eastwood fans, uh, Homeboy was all like, what's his name? The young kid. Martin. 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 Was in Eastwood's Mystic River, and he played the young version of like Sean Penn's character, I think. Oh, no shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder why he looked familiar. <laughs> I just watched that movie not too long ago as well, so. Hell yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, oh, does it hold up today? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Even more so today. Oh. I, I think it was great. I, don't, I think this yeah. is one of those ones that was just a great movie. I don't think they were going to necessarily lose its luster. No, not at all. How is the acting, gentlemen? Phenomenal. On par. Fantastic, dude. For being a low-budget film, Mm -hmm. the acting was phenomenal. Oh, Kevin Bacon's part. That's right, Brody. Thank you, Brody. Bacon's part. Acting was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Great A. Cinematography. There was was some cool shots in this, and I liked it. Some of them might have been very quick and things Mm -hmm. that easily could be overlooked but one in particular that i liked was when they were looking at the santa vampire that was staring at oh, yeah. him in the thing oh but God, the way they yeah. did it, they showed him and then they they just showed it from the ground up and they're all just standing on the car already posed like i don't know that was just a cool shot just the, the way it was and everything but generally i, I love the lighting in this movie even though as dark as it was it was certainly lit oh so well and they shot it perfectly for what they needed well, I mean, well, I feel like a, a vampire light. movie has to be dark. You know, they did have one vampire that, you know, kind of towards there at the beginning when, when uh, Mr. was teaching him, it was still sunlight outside, but I guess they were like under an overpass or some shit. Oh, in the intro, like in the yeah. title intro? Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't know how the fuck that works because 
I mean, I guess they can still so be out in the shade. The or? sun in this one, the sun in this one does not instantly like. It's not in like John Carpenter's Vampires where they hit the sun and they're instantly like, and they're like pretty much in flames. Like, yeah. But yeah. if they're in the sun, they are smoldering. They are. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's, so it's not an instantaneous thing. Correct. It's a little okay. bit more of a progression, okay. but it does burn them way harsher. So. But I think you see you see that more in the second one. They show that better and stuff. So, cool. Uh, TJ, anything on the cinematography, brother? From what I can remember, it's pretty fucking good. Uh, it's much better uh, than what you would think for an indie film. And like like they like you said, they they play a lot with uh, like low light situations, and I mm-hmm. think that they play that really well because you can either do that really good or you can do that really bad and i think like uh you we talked about them doing really close like making the the t- uh, shots really tight and the shot composition really really small on, on, on certain things uh they managed to do some really cool stuff with this film visually especially for just over a quarter million dollars absolutely hell yeah and I'm still amazed with the whole thing that Steve brought up earlier with the water bottle. Yeah, like, yeah. like that shit. Come that on, just, man. Like that's that amazing makes, right there. That just makes me go like, you really can't get more economical and make it look real. Yo, you use two Poland Spring waters. Like that. That's some good cinematography right there. You made it look like a pouring fucking rainstorm. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's pretty fucking good. Fantastic. All right, gentlemen, that brings us to one of our last questions, and that is, did you enjoy the premise? Well, yep. duh. absolutely, definitely <laughs> absolutely. a unique oh, take absolutely. on les genres. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. I think that's uh, possibly why it's one of my favorite vampire movies is because it's completely different from the fray. It certainly is. So Enjoy. premise is 100% top notch. All right, gentlemen, that brings us to recycle, rewind, remake, or reboot. Rewind, rewind. for, rewind rewind for years. All day, every day. For years. Yeah. Rewind right. and release in a double feature on Screen Ooh. Factory. Yeah. That would be nice. Yeah, there you that go. That would be very nice. With the making of documentary and interviews with both Daniel Harris and uh, Nick Dimitri. Yes. I want the se- and, and honestly, I want stuff for the second one, too, because I want interviews with Creighton Duke. And I want interviews yes. with... <laughs> Duke That's is true. awesome in that. But, like, I was so happy. Like, he I also, plays one of the I also best call him Mr., Mr. X, too. Yeah. But, yeah, he plays another... He plays a badass... He's a doctor, but he's another just badass, hardened vampire killer. Who happens to be a gay lover? And, it, yeah, his uh, boyfriend's pretty. Cool and him too. and his, him and his, yeah, he's got a big Johnny kind of dude who's just like a big gray me. Isn't he the cook? And uh, is he the cook? He's like the main head of the compound in that one. He's yeah, cat. great though. But this is gonna be a fun watch. Oh, it, it, it's great, dude. Like I said, the, the second one is the, way more of a western than the first in my person. The way that character progresses and come and his way his story comes to a close is emotional as fuck. Because the end scene of yes. that movie is intense. And you can definitely tell they had a little bit more of a budget. A <laughs> little bit more. A little bit more. Are we rating this? We are rating this. So, alrighty. You got the calculator up so I don't have to? Yep, I'm good to go, brother. So, Bobby, you want to start us off? 4.7. One point 4. lower than, than vampires. Alrighty. Seven. Scuba, what do we got, buddy? 4.8. I genuinely enjoyed the hell out of this movie. Boxman, what do we got? It's a great movie, but at the end of the day, it's an indie film, and it's not as polished as aforementioned Vampire, so I'm going to give it a 4 out of 5. 4 out of 5. And I'm going to give it a... I have to agree with my Vampire score, because like I said, I enjoy them just equally. I'm going to give it a 4.8. 
not a perfect movie, but it's near perfect for me because I, there's a lot of good things about it. That being said, that gives us a Gormor score of 4.6. There you go. So that is a 4.6 for 2010's Stakeland. I feel it's very solid. It's a very solid film. If you haven't watched it at this point, please go do yourself a favor and check this shit out. Yes. I'm going to say follow it up with the second one right after the fact. You might even want to anyway. So. The Stakelander. The what are we doing Stakeland next week? Stakelander. Oh, next week we are doing the Chad Daddy's pick. Uh, and unfortunately, he's not here to announce it, but we will announce it for him. And continuing with our vampire theme of January, we are doing From Dust Till Dawn. Ah, Teddy Twister! Yeah. So, another great vampire man this is like three weeks of heaven honestly for <laughs> yeah that's basically it what it is like oh that movie's so good but uh oh, and you know it's gonna be so bad when we get to our first shitty movie no it's gonna be okay because you know what it'll kind of give us a good reset because we're gonna need it yeah yeah we are he's got a point there because after so much greatness eventually you got to get a little bit of a bad taste right. but uh just from dawn you can catch it on hbo max or hulu or anything like that it's all the premium subscriptions. All yeah, it's, it's everywhere. She's so, a 4K man. release. I'm Jeez. surprised that's honestly not happened. Yeah. I really am. Because I feel like that movie, for vampire movies, is one of the biggest ones. I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, Any other Rodriguez see, films got released, though, in 4K? I don't think. I mean, who wouldn't want to see her in 4K? Maybe Machete? Yeah. I don't know. Machete? I'm not really sure. No, I don't think so. Mm. Well, they might have got released in 4K. If, well, when did Machete come out? I'm trying to remember. Was 4K out then? Probably I'm not. checking on my Blu-ray.com. Because I think that would have been like late 2010s. Or uh, late 2000s, i say. Uh, so, that being said, gentlemen, anything nerdy to discuss this week? You know, uh, I didn't... Only thing I found, I guess that was even... I don't know, there was a new Scream trailer that came out. There wasn't too many things that stood out, at least in the horror realm lately, as really good nerd news. Uh, the only thing I could say is they, uh, they, unless you guys discussed it last week, I know they pushed back Morbius uh, for potentially some more reshoots. I'm saying they're going to throw in Andrew Garfield. I'm hoping yep. with the rest of the internet. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know? I don't. I don't have any nerd news, but just because we didn't mention it yet, and uh, yes, we probably you know, should. I just want to give our condolences out to the family of Bob Saget. Yeah, we lost him yesterday. So 2022. Yeah, right seriously, there, right? we lost America's grandma the fucking at the end of the year, and now we lost America's TV's dad at the beginning. Great, terrible. Yep. <laughs> I, Update. I hope it, Paramount Home got, Media Distribution will release on 4K Blu-ray Robert Rodriguez is from Dust Till Dawn, starring Harvey Keitel, George Clooney, Quentin Tarantino, Juliette Lewis, What the Fuck, Ernest Lau. Currently, the release is set to arrive in the market October 26th. Oh, so this year? Yes. Nice! Very nice. Well, look forward to that. That'd be sweet. We'll have to uh, re-review it when it gets around the uh, when it gets around the drop time. Then, other than that, I, like I said, I unfortunately have nothing nerdy this week. I've been gaming so hard, I haven't been able to. I haven't really paid attention to anything no, else the, in the news. But even as I was paying attention to it, there just wasn't too many things that stood out. I know recently they just released a photo of Sally Hardesty now from the new Texas Chainsaw movie. As far nice. as horror news, there's not too many big things. It's got Scream coming out soon. I just hope that's good. That's about as far as I'm willing to go with that. This would be five, right? Yeah. 
Beyond Three and Four. I don't uh, watch that. <laughs> I think that comes out this weekend, the fourteenth. Or is that what thing? does? Screen. screen. I'm not sure. I thought it came out next week, or is it a week, week away? Uh, no, that's what I mean. I think it's, I think it's Friday. Nice. All yeah, right. not much for news this week. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just been kind of quiet. Obviously, Spider Man still reigning in the box office. So you know, Spider Man did surpass Titanic. I did see that. So good, good things go, Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Uh yeah. I guess that's kind of it. So we can wrap this shit up, boys. And call it due. Bobby, you want to start us off? We'll go counterclockwise. This is your Killing Machine, Bobby and Moan, saying stay tuned for also new Machine Shop episodes. They are getting lined up as we go. We'll catch you next week. Boss man? Hey, this is the pod boss, DJ Bowser. I'll be uh, coming back from my hiatus very soon to uh, wreck havoc on the iTunes charts. See you then. Bye-bye! This is your host with the ghost, Lord Scuba Cropper, saying I will see you on Somewhat Supernatural this Friday, baby. Peace. And this is your Fluffmaster Scream, Big Johnny D, saying thank you once again, Gorehounds, for tuning in. We'll see you next week, and stay fresh, cheese bags. Ooh.